and welcome to Split the Screen episodes. One more than last week. Um, I'm your host, Ben Ostwick, otherwise known as Biggest Benes. Nobody's counting. (laughs) Otherwise known as Biggest Benes. And I am joined by the lovely games journalist. But, you know, he's a good one. Ed Nightingale. I don't know about that. (laughs) Hello, everyone. (laughs) How are you doing, Ed? I am not too bad. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Yeah. I'm feeling quite refreshed today. I had an early night last night for like the first time ever and didn't didn't actually play any games. I just had a Brilliant. nice early well, night. Well, that's great. <laughs> change change the bed sheet so it was nice and comfy. You know, like fresh bed sheet night. Um, yeah. And after last week, I got rid of Ned. So I'm feeling fresh in the <sighs> face as well. I miss that uh, that mustache attempt. It was very, very attempt. cute. <laughs> yeah, well, it it was... was a full bush. Thank you very much. <laughs> It was a ball tickler, wasn't that what they were called? <laughs> a taint tickler, that was it, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Something tickly about my moustache, thank you very much. <laughs> well, I never. Um, but yeah, so you've not played a single video game all week? No, oh, I have been playing games, don't worry. Just not yesterday, I decided to take a break, and I nice. feel a lot better for it. Who would have thought? Oh. Now, I actually went to sleep earlier than normal, so I normally fall asleep late, 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 late. Because I don't need to get up well, till early, i.e. four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes. And never yesterday I went to sleep like I was about, it was about two. And I'm like, you know what? I'm actually quite tired. Um, so I went to sleep and woke up. But I think I must have been in like deep sleep because I don't normally, I don't think I normally get into like a proper deep sleep. And I, I must have been when my alarm went off because I woke up and I was just like, Ugh. I had a bit of, you know, when you get like a bit of sleep under your eyelid and it just yeah. won't go. And it takes about 15 minutes and a shower maybe to get rid of it. There was that. And so I like, I was teaching my student this morning with my eyes were like piss holes in the snow. I was just like, yeah, trying to. <laughs> piss look. holes and in the snow. <laughs> so I was just there. Yeah. Trying to. I've never uh, heard that before. <laughs> never heard it. <laughs> you never pissed in the snow, Ed? <laughs> no, I piss in the toilet. Thank you. I'm not going <laughs> to produce yellow snow. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, you've never been to a farm. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I was not um, live in the country. So instead, I I've got like a tired face, but my body's actually more awake than it has been in about a week. Uh, Ollie says you're not British if you've never used that phrase. Then I'm British. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh so um, Ed, how, what how has are been... you, Ben? Before we move oh, how on, am how I? are you? No one ever I'm asked what? you that. No, it, it doesn't matter. I'm no, all right. But no, they do actually. I'm doing well. I am. Uh, I've been addicted to a video game this week um what's new well yeah sometimes but you know what i'm like i'd move on very easily i'll play a video game for a bit and which i did do i've played four different video games this week um but one's really grabbed me yeah i guess i I stream a game and then in my free time i play something different oh look at that season one filter don't mind me (laughs) that's my camera that's fine. You just got to put your face really close to it and then move back. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do this for a bit. Just keep talking, Ben. It's fine. This no, is no, recorded. Ed's uh, demands to have himself in HD. Yeah. Um, I'll just be blurry. It's fine. That's it. It'll, it'll... <laughs> Brilliant. We're getting blurry, Ed. It's a podcast anyway. People can't see you. People are listening. No one's watching. That's true. That's true. So, um, oh, there we go. It was the mug. The mug needed to bring, bring you back. Tea always helps. Sometimes as well with with like reflections from glasses and stuff, uh, sometimes can cause issues. Fine. But there, 
Um, but yeah, so Ed, let's go into it. What has been splitting your legs this week? Nothing's been splitting my legs, um, sadly. Um, nothing has actually been splitting my time either. My time has been taken over by one particular game called oh. Bravely Default 2, which I now somewhat resent for taking all my time. Um, if you're not familiar, or if anyone's not familiar, I think a few people in the chat might be playing it already. Um, it is a sequel to... Well, not a sequel. It's the next game in the Bravely Default series, which is actually the third game. Uh, Bravely Default 1 began on the DS, and then it had a, uh, a sequel called Bravely Second, and now this is Bravely Default 2, which is actually the third game. Weirdly. But they're all separate. Um, and it's fine? It's okay? It's a very polite RPG. Um, there is nothing massively original about it. Um, the series began as a spin-off of Final Fantasy. So it very much takes Final Fantasy as its inspiration. Um, be that the job system, the magic names, there's a card game in it. Um, all these sorts of things. So it's it's very, very Final Fantasy, but it's very old-school RPG, um, which I know some people really enjoy. And if you, if you want an old-school RPG that is all about grinding, that's going to take up all of your time, then this is the game for you. Really selling I it. Don't think it's the game for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, story-wise, it's just really bland. It's literally, there are four elemental crystals that are causing calamities in the world. Great. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the characters are all very stereotypical. There is uh, a princess who's lost her kingdom. There's a sailor Mario. who washes up on a shipwreck. Oh, so there's, a, got, uh, there's a Scotsman who always wants to get drunk. Um, like, and there's hardly any character development. Gulliver, yeah. So it's just, it's very stereotypical. The story doesn't really go anywhere. It's a bit meh. Um, and it's just, I also am not a fan of the graphic style, which I feel like a lot of people do like because it has quite a sort of cute style to it. Um, but like the DS game, it's sort of these hand-painted 2D backdrops with then 3D characters on them. Mm. And that works fine for an old DS game on a, on a little screen. But when you're playing on the Switch and everything's in HD, you either play on the TV where everything's stretched and it sort of looks a bit basic and the characters look sort of plasticky. I don't know, they just have this weird look to them and they look, they don't look, they don't have nice expressions, they don't look iconic and memorable. They're just really sort of basic mm. character designs. Um, and a lot of the time they're just talking in front of a 2D backdrop, so there aren't really any cutscenes. Um, so it just mm. all feels a bit basic or you play it in handheld mode where everything is really confined on the screen and the menus are really small and fussy. Um, plus then you've got voice work that is just odd. It's like, it's, it's like a world tour of dodgy accents. So oh, welcome to like, my stream. well, it's it literally, it's like you playing animal crossing in an RPG. Oh, um, there's like the very posh British, very Gioldi British, there's Scottish, there's Australian, there's um, 
I, I'm going to say Scandinavian. Unfortunately, I do not know the exact country. Maybe Swedish. Um, mm. But speaking English, obviously. Um, there's French. Obviously, the, the evil person is Russian. Um, and it just it doesn't feel cohesive at all in its presentation. Um, it's just... I, I immediately changed it to Japanese languages, voices, because I was like, I, I can't handle these dodgy accents. Yeah. And yet, despite all of that, <laughs> there is still some fun to be had. Um, mm. Basically, it has a really fun battle system. Someone said, I hope there's Brummy. There might be Brummy, but I turned <laughs> off the dodgy accents and put it in Japanese instead. Um, okay. The battle system is actually really fun. It's turn-based battles, um, and it has this fun, as the title suggests, brave and default system, where basically if you are defaulting, you are defending. And that means that you accumulate brave points that give you an extra turn uh, or, or an extra action the next turn. So it might be that you default to defend one turn and the next turn you then attack twice. Or maybe you use an item and then attack or two magic attacks or whatever you want to do. Um, and you can actually use up more brave points than you have to go into deficit. Um, and then in the next turn, you you basically can't have an action, so you have to wait. Mm. Um, so there's a sort of risk-reward thing there of, well, do you want to use more uh, BP than you actually have in order to finish off enemies quickly, but then you risk not being able to retaliate? Or do you want to keep defending and accumulate lots of BP and then do all the attacks afterwards at the end? So there's a nice bit of strategy there. And then there is a job system, which is very similar to Final Fantasy, with your, your white mage, your black mage, your thief, etc., etc. Um, and any character can be any job. And they all have a main job and a sub-job, which means you can sort of mix and match different abilities. So it means that if, you're, if your character's a white mage, they don't just have to be a white mage, they could also be a warrior or a thief or some Ooh. other sort of mage. So, you know, in a lot of RPGs, your white mage is like, oh, if they heal, they heal. Otherwise, they don't do anything. They mm. can actually still be quite powerful. I know so, white mage in Final Fantasy fourteen, Very good DPS. There you go. There you go. Mm. So you can really mix and match different abilities and make a really intricate team. It mm. just requires a lot of grinding to get to that point. And that's sort of the worst thing about the game is that it's very much, oh, here's a super long dungeon and every enemy is impossible to kill. So you have to keep grinding and going back and forth to save. You yeah. get to the bosses and every single boss is an absolute brick wall. And I bumped the difficulty down to casual and there was still one boss that took me two casual. hours to beat on casual difficulty. Two, oh yeah. And it's not because it was that difficult. It just had so much health. I was slowly chipping away at it and I just, it was just so laborious playing the game. So there is a fun battle system, but you just have to really be in the mood to sort of grind. And I think if you want something mindless, maybe even, not to say streamers like mindless games, but if you are a streamer and you want a game that you don't have to concentrate too much on so you can talk with the chat and whatever else, like Animal Good Crossing, save. then um, maybe this game might work. Um, and if you're not a reviewer and you want to take your time and immerse yourself in a world not that this world necessarily demands it, um, then you can do that. As a reviewer who's got minimal time to rush through a game as quickly as possible, this game does not allow for that. So I've purposely had to rush through it, and I therefore haven't really enjoyed it as much. I think if you take your time and just level up and grind, maybe you'll enjoy it more. So it's a very 
old school experience, which if you like that kind of RPG, then great. But if you're sort of more casual RPG fan or you're not mm. really into grinding, then this is not the game for you. Did you, um, is, the, is the review up there yet? It's written, it's not published yet. Ooh, I don't know, I wonder what it'd be. I don't know whether it's going to be a three or a two out of five. I have to well, find out. I'm not going to spoil that for you. No. Well, yeah. Anyway, by the way, thank you so much for all the follows uh, and the raid by Wyatt. Very, very kind. Sorry, we normally, I the um, alerts and stuff get muted during the podcast, but uh, really appreciate it. But yeah, Ed, well, you know You're stuck what? with me blabbing away. I'm so glad, Ed, that you don't like it. Uh, and I'm so glad that quite a lot of people seem to be a bit on the fence and said it's a, a bit of a grind fest because um, i like, okay, great. I don't have to buy it. Because whenever a game comes out that's really well reviewed, I'm like, I've got to buy that. I've got to see what it's like. Yeah, um, and then not finish it. I don't but, know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I didn't go into it expecting, you know, Final Fantasy 16. Um, it's not that kind of game. It is aping these old school RPGs. But at the same time, you could play this or you could play Final Fantasy 4 or 6 or 9 or so many other old RPGs that are just so much more memorable than this. It's just, mm. it's a very safe game that's just very polite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think yeah Gemma says um i wanted to love it i don't even enjoy watching it and all he was asking says how bad are the scottish accents they're really bad they are. i don't think a scottish person voiced them <laughs> uh yeah no i'm not going to uh i'm definitely not going to play that because i bought a different game instead ed oh instead ed what might that be uh well i was playing i was playing assassin's creed i played quite a bit of assassin's creed i'm like a level 120 or something like that in it now it's my go to chill game but i just realized this week that yakuza like a dragon uh had come out on the ps5 so i immediately bought that and played it and i played i'm about four hours in maybe four or five hours um which i think the game's pretty big it's like a good 45 plus uh hours bit like i think zero was similar i think i finished zero in about 35 or 40 Um, quite long the first one is is pretty short it's only about 18 oh yeah to 20 i think and then I the think... subsequent ones have got gradually longer and longer yeah 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 no i never finished kiwami but i did i played a fair bit of kiwami um i even bought the like the metal edition of it and i've played a fair bit of six finished zero so i, I do like yakuza i know that's the style pretty well um and i was like you know what kiwami it's a brand new story i'm not going to go through all the previous six because i just all the seven including zero i can't really be bothered also i heard that three to five is a, a like remastered in the sense that like they've just got updated backgrounds and that's about it really um it's not a it's not a remaster like kiwami um but i i played it i'm a fair few hours in now and i'm loving it it's brilliant it is very just 100 yakuza games it's goofy it's stupid like within a within seconds i was uh well one of the characters was beating somebody up to get money because this person had been selling videos of porn to students but actually the of porn course. but the porn was animals having sex not humans nothing wrong with that yeah so, i mean some people like to watch these things i kink don't shame. know how uh, legal that is but anyway yeah though so that was like within the first few seconds and i just yeah it's bizarre i literally played about four or five hours and i would say that 80 percent of the time is in uh has been in cutscenes like it really is cutscene heavy there's i'm sure there's lots of stuff like you were talking 
just then about changing classes in characters. And I know you can do that in this game, but I haven't even had a fight where it's more than just me in a battle. Like I, I haven't even had any. I've fought maybe like two or three people at a time, but like I don't have anybody with me. Um, there's a fairly big... I won't say twist, but like near the beginning, there's something, there's like a big event at the beginning that kind of changes what you, what I was expecting from the game. And I think the trailers give that away from what I remember of seeing of trailers. Oh, what was in the trailer? Well, then I, can I see don't remember. I can it was it a while ago now, so fine. Okay. Well, yeah, there's yeah, don't, a time don't spoil skip, it, but fine. there's a time skip right at the very beginning. Um, but well, pretty early on. And I was like, oh, okay. Wasn't expecting that. And I'm just, yeah, I'm really loving it. The characters are really, um, like, instantly you're drawn to them. And they're all bizarre. Like, a, like within, at the very beginning, there's this old drunk lady. And she, you just have to, like, pick her up off the bar. And you can choose whether to scold her or to uh, sympathize with her. And I, and I sympathized with her, of course. Of course you did. Yeah. And uh, then there's a bit of a time skip and you come back and she's opened a health food shop and she's just like totally vegan and really like a way over the top. Like every character in that has a over the top personality. Like, you know exactly what they're like. Like this person's a very honorable, but like goes to the, you know, dials it up to 10 when they're with their honor. This person's the, yeah, a vegan, but they're turning up to 10. In fact, she, she was getting angry at some people for, uh, you know, for not being super, super, super healthy. And it's just, uh, yeah, every, so every character is over the top. There are loads of side stuff, but I haven't unlocked them yet or I've just gone past them because at the moment I've just been following the story because I'm like, okay, I'll do all the side stuff and the mini games and things like once it's opened up more because at the moment it's very restrictive about what you can do and it's just pretty much walk from one cutscene to another. Um, so I'm hoping to play a lot more of that in the evening. But it is like the fact that it's cutscene from like just one cutscene to another is really, it's still really grabbing my attention and it's easy to follow and it's also entertaining plus the voices are in english for, the, for me i'm playing it with the uh, english oh, voice acting and it's good i and mean I that's one thing i actually liked about um when i played kiwami is that mm -hmm. it's all voice in japanese so it just feels more sort of authentic, authentic. yeah i mean you can do Which it you can choose but the i don't think the english voice acting is bad whatsoever it's um uh, and it's great because sometimes I just don't want to. I play it quite late at night, and you play everything late at night. Yeah, exactly. Play with every and it's so don't I don't want to be there. like reading subtitles when my contact lenses are out. <laughs> so it's been uh, yeah, been enjoyable to play that. See, I've been wanting to play this since it came out. What was it, October, November last year? Mm. But I thought, no, I'm going to wait for the PS5 version, thinking yeah. you know that will be an upgrade. So. And it really Without is. using your favorite phrase, mm -hmm. how much of an upgrade is it? How good does it look on PS5? It plays very well. Like the lo <laughs> So they have tips on the loading screens, but I haven't managed to get past like three words before it's gone into the next uh, scene. Like, I'm not even joking. There's wow. a few loading screens, but it's just a split second before it moves on. Um, so there is 4K mode, which it focuses on having 4K at 30 fps and that's i mean i showed dave and he was like well that's really pretty and then i switched to the other mode and the other mode is called normal mode <laughs> if only if only the uh the 60 fps was uh was normal mode everywhere but it, that's at 1440p so it's not even it's not 1080 60 it's actually 1440 so it still looks stunning and the quality of the um you know the, the quality of the performance 
as I'm like turning around, it's just yeah, it doesn't seem to drop a you know, drop a frame. It's I've kept it as that because you know it's more enjoyable like that. But like you still, it still looks stunning. Um, the places you are in, it looks amazing. Every single time I play a Yakuza game, I'm like, I really want to go on holiday to Japan and visit <laughs> the cities there because yeah. they just look like they just look so fun. And yeah, I'm, I'll have more to talk about it in the future because I've not got too far into it but just say that the story has grabbed me the characters are really entertaining um there's been twists so many twists already in the first few hours that i'm just like okay i need to find out what happens what's going to happen with this person why is that person acting like that why did he do that and yeah so there's so many questions already i will get around to it at some point it's on my list you don't need, you don't need to go to a telephone box to save as well you can just save walking around that's always nice yeah enjoyable but that's not the main game I've been playing. Not the main game? No, I've been playing a game called Story of Seasons. Um, What's that about? Well, that is a very fun game. I think it is from the Harvest Moon people. Um, and it's... So, the thing is, in 2014, they, they kept releasing the Harvest Moon games out on GameCube, Nintendo 64, etc., etc. Then in 2014... They split with their publisher, and I think the publisher owned the rights to the name Harvest Moon. So Natsume, they, I believe. That's right. They adopted the name Story of Seasons and continued with pretty much the same thing, upgraded. And uh, yeah, I mean, I am on an, under embargo to review it, so I'm not going to speak about it too much. But I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it a lot. It is for people who haven't played Harvest Moon. Um, I imagine a lot of people here know what Stardew Valley is like. Stardew Valley is based on Harvest Moon, and it's like that, but with kind of Animal Crossing style graphics, you know, 3D. Um, not top down, but kind of leveled up. Uh, it's 3D, but you can't spin the camera unless you're actually holding a camera, which kind of surprised me. Because yeah, you can't turn the camera to see around you, but if you bring out your camera, the actual camera to take photos in the game, you can walk around like in first person mode. Really slowly. Maybe that's why, actually, because you do walk really slowly. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, loving it so far. It's very addictive. I the first I played it on Monday, Tuesday, and today. And Monday, Tuesday, I went over, well over by, like, over an hour to the end of my stream. And uh, I would have probably done a little bit more today if we didn't have the podcast strictly scheduled. Well, sorry to interrupt your farming. Ruining my day. <laughs> Ruining your day. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... I'm. Absolutely. Cows can wait. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Cars. Yeah. But I will give you more information and more. I'll talk about it a lot more after it's released. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much, but it's, yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, there are some like, yeah, there are some little issues with it, which I didn't feel like there were um, massive, but apparently like the head of the company has apologized for the state that it's been in. Um, I don't know if the Japanese version when it was first out has been is poorer, but yeah, there are like a few things. Um, but apparently there's going to be a big, but they're working on a big patch at the middle of this month before it comes out in the West. So I'll look forward to trying that out, seeing what it, what the improvements are like. And also because I did some research on this, there is also gay marriage in the game. There is. Yes, you can romance peeps. I'm going for either Damon or Emilio. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. I mean, spoiler, I've written a little article on gay farming sims because this isn't the only one. There are others out this year. Really? Um, Coral Island is one that a lot of people are thirsting over. 
Yep, so yeah, that. there's there's a lot of farming sims. I think just in general, these sort of cozy, comfy kind of games after Stardew and Animal Crossing, yeah. these are definitely the games people are drawn to at the moment. So mm. there are even more coming this year if this is your thing. Especially ones where you're where there's always stuff to do. Like this is not like Animal Crossing. It's not where it's not based on whatever time of day it is where you are. Which maybe that would have been a different style. It'd be interesting as well. Uh, I don't think have they ever released something like that, like a farming sim that's based on real world time. You know, like thinking Animal Crossing, but as a farmer. Um, I don't know. I feel like Animal Crossing is one of the few that does it, probably because yeah. Nintendo want you to play slowly, but other yeah. games want you to get sucked in and play it for hours without yeah. time traveling. It'd be interesting if there was like one where, yeah, you could just go and spend ages. You've got a giant farm and you can spend ages sowing the seeds and doing all. Yeah, but then you don't you want. want to wait like three weeks or however long a plant takes to grow. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> But you don't want to have to like plant the seeds and then just sit and twiddle your thumbs in real life for weeks. I mean, that's what happened in with pumpkins in Animal Crossing. Because you grew those and it took three days for them to grow. Yeah. I don't think it would... Do, I, I mean, I don't think real-time farming is in like you plant it in spring and you've got to wait till summer <laughs> before, you can, uh, <laughs> before you can actually harvest your crops. I think that would be a little bit boring. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, it wasn't Farmville in real time. That could be right, actually. Yeah, because people used to always log in like every day. <laughs> Proper life farming sim. Yeah, it's snowing. I'm afraid we can't grow anything for another three months. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't play the game at all. Yeah, it's a farming sim, but three months you're going to have to, well, I don't know, we're going to grow, have a Christmas tree farm or something. I don't know. Oh, that'll wait. You've got to wait six years for them to grow, I'm afraid. Whatever's profitable. You know, I'm sure one of those will come out eventually. But, um,. <laughs> Yeah, so I was, yeah, that's what I like. And there's always stuff to do. Like, I'm, I always get to a point in when I'm playing this, when I'm harvesting or, you know, going down the mines or whatever. And I'm like, oh, God, it's half past 10. I'm going to have to go to bed and I've got stuff I want to do still. So, like, there's always stuff to do. I'm about 20 hours in, maybe. No, maybe not 20, 15 hours in. And yeah, I'm totally sucked in. And also, like, I'm growing the relationships with people, chatting to them, giving them some gifts and things. But, um, like, I'm on one heart out of ten. So it'll there's so much uh, like possibility, I think, for the future. Just not very good at romance, Ben. That's the problem. I not know. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if oh, you can't get... There's no mobile phones in the game. You can't, like, download an app and just be like, hey. Look, there's no grinder in Story of Seasons. Yeah, like, that's what it's missing. There's gay marriage, <laughs> but only in secret if you actually contact people on Grinder first. Exactly, yeah. See who's around. Who's that? Oh, it's Love It. Oh, dear. Quick, run. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's just like um, a cow. I'm loving, I am loving Story of Seasons. And that's pretty much my main game. And it's going to be my main game for a long while. Because I'm going to be taking a week off in a, about a week and a half. And so I should be able to play it without, get, without reaching the embargo limit, which is, after, which is one year in game. Because I've just been playing a bit of summer today. Ah. And you started in spring, I presume. Uh, yeah, you start the first of spring. So every season is 28 days in the game. Because um, it's seasons, a story of seasons. So every year is uh, 112 days. I've got no idea. I'm just going to go with it. Correct. Sure, that's correct right. maths. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. 
Oh, Brenda Jeez. says, are you allowed to play past embargo off stream? I am. Yeah. I don't think I will, though. I'll wait to uh, experience it with all y'all. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I was Story of cars. Pioneers of car time. Yeah, cats. Cat loves the cows. The cat. Yeah, the animals are so Irish cute. Accent. They're all around. Oh, was that Irish? It was an attempt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Annie says, "Is it rude that I was ready to correct Ben's math and then he got it? He was right, and I got sad." I was also ready to correct Ben's math, but my maths would be even worse. So. Mm. I couldn't even do it quick enough. Anyway, let's split some headlines. <gasps> There's been no headlines whatsoever. Oh, I'm, I know what the main headline's going to be. Well, no, there have been plenty of headlines because I wrote them. Oh, um, oh are they all I've, yours? I've totally forgotten which ones I picked, so now I need to remember Doom them. Doom 3 is coming to PlayStation VR. Doom 3. Um, yeah, if you want to play that. Mm. I was, yeah, because PlayStation decided to leak a load of, well, they release announcements of loads of vr games but they did that there. was yesterday there were six vr games this isn't a headline but yes yeah. there were six vr games that they announced um and yeah they look <laughs> fine if One you looks like, like an old mmo like i'm sure they'll MMO make you bomb no they won't but i was like at the end of it i was like it'd be really cool if at the end they announced a sequel to thumper or like a new res infinite game and no no it was just like here's a a slow Another release. Shooter. They're all yeah. shooters, basically. Because apparently well, that's the only thing you can do in VR is, you know, point a weapon and shoot at people. I mean, I did enjoy Resident Evil 7, but that's it, really. True. But no, that was not the headline I was going for. The first oh. headline was the BAFTA Game Award nominations, <gasps> um, which were announced on Wednesday, I believe. No, Tuesday. When... Tuesday, there we go. See, I told you I can't count. I was like, it's the 2nd of March. When was that? That was Tuesday. Two days ago. Good. Um, yes, so the BAFTA Game Awards 2021, which is coming in March. And the game with the most nominations is The Last of Us Part Two, that has 13 nominations, which is the most ever in BAFTA Games history. Did not, there were no game, did no games come out last year or something? No, this was the only game. So they've just given like every award. To, to this game, basically. How many did Final Fantasy VII Remake get? Um, it Well, it got a couple for sort of technical things, but it hasn't been nominated for Game of the Year or anything particularly interesting. So that's yeah. annoying. And weird. Yes. Um, but no, it. we've got The Last of Us Part Two, so 13 nominations, which obviously, considering it has a lesbian lead character, is great for the LGBT community. We will take that, um, no matter what you think of the game. Um, it's also got five, five of those nominations are for performers. Now, the one thing I do like is they don't split between male or female. It's just performer in a lead role and performer in a supporting role. Um, but there are multiple performers from the game in both, uh, both categories. So, um, yeah, that's nice. Lots of performers. And he says, I'm kind of sick of Last of Us 2 being lauded as some sort of holy grail. Yeah. I mean, it was beautiful. It played. I enjoyed it. I think it played well. And. Uh, there are definitely issues with the story and the trans representation in it. And people just seem to have kind of, yeah, glossed over that because it's a pretty game and it's Naughty Dog. Yeah. I mean, it's it's well made. It's well acted, yeah. well performed. So I totally get that it's, you know, getting all these performance nominations. Ashley Johnson, who plays Ellie, 
has previously won the award twice for playing Ellie. So I reckon they'll probably just give it to her again just for the lols. But like, have a third one, go for it. Um, yeah. I think it deserves those performance awards. I suspect it will probably win Game of the Year because it's got all these nominations. But yeah, hey. I just, I feel like it's, yeah, it can win loads. There's a bunch of categories that it can do well in and win. But like Game of the Year, there's certain things that really bring it down that, will the games have a more like of an like a better average of all the different bits that you might look at a game yeah i mean look we could spend the rest of the podcast slating it but fine i, I don't i liked it i it was in my <laughs> i think it was in my top 10 but um yeah, I, I play i enjoyed playing it on stream because i think i i played it just after i got partnered and i was like and i was playing animal crossing all the time i was like okay let's play the last of us 2 it's coming out tomorrow let's go and play it see what it's like and i over the two or three um, days I played through it and there were people who were watching with me from like start to finish and we en- like enjoyed it all together. But See, that- I said this to you before, I don't trust anyone who says that they enjoyed that game because for me that's not a game that you enjoy. You experience it and it's a worthwhile experience but it is a horrible, horrible, horrible game full of bleakness and violence and it's just... How like. someone could sit there with a smile on their face and be like, I'm really enjoying this. No, <laughs> it's not a game you enjoy at all. And I think it's a, it's an experience that's worth having, but I don't think it's like the holy grail necessarily. Honestly, that entire game experience on stream here was too good. I enjoyed the experience with it mm. on stream and talking and finding out and all these twists and turns. And sometimes the misery made it enjoyable. Why do you think people watch horror movies? If you want to... Yeah, but that's an adrenaline rush of, like, jump scares and and psychological thinking as opposed to just here's loads of violence and people making terrible decisions that makes you scream at the screen, what the hell are you thinking? Mm. Yeah. I enjoyed the ride. You always do, Ben. Um, (laughs) Elsewhere, um, Tell Me Why is nominated in the Game Beyond Entertainment category, which is a nice one. Um, but overall, it's PlayStation games that lead the nominations. There are 10 for Ghost of Tsushima. Again, I'm not Yay. sure if that, that necessarily deserves quite so many. Um, seven for Spider-Man Miles Morales. Six for Dreams. Um, mm. And plenty of other games. Half-Life Alex has a few. Um, Hades also has eight nominations. So I think that might quite, do quite well as well. Um, so on the one hand, it's kind of your obvious list of games. On the other hand... It's the BAFTAs, of course. They're going to pick the obvious ones. So there's nothing too surprising in there. Cool. But yeah, it's coming in March, so we'll have uh, we'll have an idea then of, of what wins. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Let's go and bring up the... Uh, oh, we've got a load of here. What are you bringing up? No, I'm just checking, up my, uh, checking out the mod channel. There we go. Okay. So, next what's the up? next headline? Um, is more Harry Potter game news, just to throw it out there. Um, the developers basically are adding in supposedly trans character creation uh, to the game, which they have essentially done because they are trying to push good representation in the game. Somewhat pissed off with J.K. Rowling. Um, essentially, a lot of people are saying that it's sort of too little too late. They've already made their minds up. They're not going to buy it for whatever reason. Um, but hey, they're doing that in the game. Whether it ends up being good representation, we'll see. But that's yeah. kind of big news this week is lots of people are talking about it. And whether the community are, or, or any gamers really are going to end up buying this game or not, um, 
it's a bit of a fuck you to J.K. Rowling, which is always amusing, I guess. Yeah, she still gets money. Exactly. So I think that's why it's sort of, it's a nice gesture, but I don't think it's really going to change anything, to be honest. Mm. But fine. Um, mm. In very strange news of the week, um, Sony have a patent for using bananas as games controllers. Is very strange. Just bananas? Well, not just bananas. Oh. Um, it's actually a patent basically for using any household item as a controller. So essentially they're sort of saying that there is so much technology in controllers and they're really expensive and that's tricky for people because it, it's expensive and you know whatever else. So they've come up with this new technology that they've made a patent for, which is basically that it uses cameras to track the movement of an object that can be used as a controller. But all the way through mm. the patent, they use bananas as their example. Does it need to be banana shaped? No, I don't and think so. That you I can think hold? it can be anything. Okay. I mean, you know, I guess a banana makes sense for a, for a joystick. I'm not going to do the action, but <laughs> it makes sense for a joystick. Um, That's what I call mine. And there you go. Um, or you can superimpose buttons on it and the camera will track button presses. So it could be anything, but all the way through it's using it's using a banana, which is very strange. So yeah, you could use a banana as a controller. Or a vibrator. And you can link it and it can vibrate in time with, you know, with the uh, haptic feedback. There you go. It's the dual sense. Yeah. <laughs> both yeah. so yeah just go. get yourself a dildo and a banana you could probably use both at once and that's your controllers excellent i can't wait to play uh assassin's creed on a dildo <laughs> so the last headline then <laughs> <laughs> is yet more rumors <laughs> of the switch pro mm. which we all sort of know and think is coming um, this new rumor is basically coming from Bloomberg, and it seems a little bit more legit. Yeah, um, the rumor is that it's going to be seven inches, which oh, is always nice. How big is that, Ed? It's like this big, isn't it? I think this is this is seven inches. I don't know. Do that. <laughs> I thought it's like that one. Yeah. Or maybe it's that. Look! Look! At, it's there taller than my head. That's, look that's at seven that. inches. Big, bigger than my head. That is. <laughs> Anyway, it's going to have a decent size screen that is OLED display. Um, it will be 4K on uh, docked mode, uh, mm -hmm. but not in handheld. Um, no, handheld 720p, and it seems to upset people. And I'm not sure why, because it's seven inches. And they're like, well, my phone's retina display. And it's like, well, yeah, your phone's also like 1,200 pounds. And the battery, yeah. and like, that's all it really does. Yeah, gamers will be gamers. But still, like 720p on like handheld but then the battery life is going to be much um much bigger yeah uh, thank you by the way brenda yeah i think um the battery life is going to be vastly improved isn't it i didn't see anything about the actual power of it being stronger no i think it's i mean i guess anything like that would probably impact cost and battery life um so yeah i think it's essentially it's just a bigger screen better battery life um, and this whole 4K thing, which 
Having moved to a decent TV recently, I can really tell the difference when I play the Switch that it just doesn't seem as bright. The colours aren't as vibrant. So I think it does need that. Um, but yeah, it's not going to be super powerful. Does it need to be... I think a nice frame rate would be good. Um, it's something I've noticed playing like Hyrule Warriors. It really struggles. Um, so if there is extra power, that would be good. But... Who knows? Mm. If it helps, like for example, if it gets if it gets rid of the stuttering in Animal Crossing when you've got loads of things down, that would be amazing. I'm sure it won't because it might be more of a software thing than a hardware thing. I don't know. But if it did that, I would Maybe. really love that, and I'd probably end up going back and making a bit more detailed places with Animal Crossing because that's the one thing. If you, I'd love to put loads of stuff down like I did because at one point I had a city area, but it was just like, like it was in slow motion. Um, yeah. just stuttered exactly so mm. no much power but fine um, basically the screens are coming from Samsung they're apparently going to be producing them ready for June um, yeah. and the idea is I think that these consoles would be out in time for Christmas um, but this is well, all very much rumoured it's just mm. it's a slightly more legit rumour I've heard as well that it won't be it won't have the issues that the Playstation and Xbox has got with the chip shortage yeah, because I think it uses a different chip or something like that. Yeah. And part of the reason that they, they're they partnering with Samsung for these displays is that Samsung basically have too many and the market price has dropped because they've, they've basically made too many and no one needs them yeah. from phones or tablets or whatever else. So basically Nintendo can have all this, all these screens available for their consoles and, and basically do it for cheap. So that's nice. But yeah. yeah, no other details yet. We don't even know if it's confirmed. Nintendo have said nothing but we all sort of feel like a, a new Switch is coming. It's already been four years. Mm -hmm. They usually do a redesign anyway. So, hey, yeah. it's probably going to happen. We just need proper details. I just think cool. it might need a bit of a power to say. He's <laughs> not going to say it. No, you're uh, not going to say it. Fine. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think that they need to... This doesn't seem like enough for a game, for a console that's been out four years. Just changing the size of it and giving this 4K, unless there's a power increase, it doesn't seem like... It's not a next iteration. Mm. Like, I mean, Nintendo I, don't... They're not in the power race. And I think for them, they probably feel like the Switch is, is fine as it is. I mean, it's selling so many yeah. that they don't really need to release a new one because people are still buying it. Um but I think if they want this to keep going for another four years, mm. then they're going to need to do a redesign. I think especially now that PS5 and Xbox X are out, there's even more of a disparity between the consoles. So I think they really need to start pushing that. Yeah, it'd be interesting if it's... I wonder if it's going to be called a new Nintendo Switch, you know, like the new 3DS. Well, yeah, people keep saying Switch Pro, but oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't do think... That. I mean, that's not an official name and they're, and they're not going to copy the PlayStation. So... Yeah, it'll probably be like new Nintendo Switch or something. Or Nintendo... a Super Nintendo Switch. That's a good idea, Annie. Ooh, Nintendo U. <laughs> the Switch U. It's the Switch U. Well, I did see Switch with two eyes, like the Wii. Uh, <laughs> what about the U Switch? U Switch. <laughs> yeah. That's taken. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But speaking so... of the Switch, as we said, it's four years old now, and a lot of people have been celebrating the anniversary and so for our split opinions we thought we would discuss our favorite switch games Wait. and favorite switch memories so you you're missing the important news 
What's the important news? The, the announcement of the Final Fantasy VII DLC. I totally forgot about that. That happened. Did that happen last week? I've uh, yeah, but we covered it. We covered it together on a special split the screen. So maybe there you go. That's why. That's why I forgot. Yes. No. Final Fantasy VII remake is coming to PS Five. Yes. Um, in June. Um, and it's coming with an all-new episode with Yuffie in it. Mm, interesting. Also, I so in preparation for this, I was like, okay, I'm going to play it again um, on <clears> PS5 because <throat> there is a 60 FPS mode. And also, they've had upscaled it. It looks beautiful. Like the, Even all the lighting and the graphics and stuff that they've done, they've put in a lot more effort than just kind of like a boost, a power boost like they have for some. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm probably going to end up wanting to play this again. So, you know what? I'll try and go for the Platinum. But there's this one challenge that drives me nuts. And it was the... Oh, here we go. You just wanted to talk about your, your pull-ups. I did, yeah. So the pull-up challenge is oh, freaking annoying. Sorry. So I played... I tried to... So to get the the final pull-up challenge, you need to beat the boss there. And um, yeah, I, would, I played it for like two hours and I just couldn't do it. And I looked on the internet and they were like, turn off the music and turn off the voices. So all you hear is like the sound, like the effects, the SFX in the game. And I did it and got it first try. But it was, it's the most frustrating. You've done, you've done that, haven't you? I mean, I didn't find it that hard. <laughs> to be honest. Pro gamer, that's why. No, I think I've just got a sense of rhythm, Ben, and I don't think you do. How dare you? I used to play the tuba, <laughs> don't you know? <sighs> you don't need rhythm to play the tuba. You just need big lungs. Yeah, um, Moiska's uh, says that, yeah, the so it doesn't come out on, it's not coming out on PS4, the um, Yuffie DLC. Yeah, but then, I mean, I, you know, a bad move by Square, kind of, um, but at the same time, the, I mean, look, the, the, what they've only released so far is episode one or part one of this remake. It's going to keep going because th there's so much more story. And so over the next few years, that's obviously going to come to next-gen, current-gen, new-gen consoles. New gen, yeah. So they're going to want people to upgrade at some point in order to continue the story. So you might as well start now rather than waiting until part two in you know a year or two's time to say, right, now we're going to go to you know the, the new console. Like It's going to happen at some point. It's going to be inevitable. Um, and to add to that as well, it is... The PS Plus game for this month, um, if you're yet to play it on PS4, but this version won't be eligible for the free PS5 upgrade. So you will still need to pay for the PS5 upgrade in future, even if you play it for free now on PS4. Yeah. And this is a bit of a cop-out to expand on the first part through, but only on the, on the next console generation. Think of it as like a teaser for the next game. Exactly. Exactly. But apparently they're not using like the full power of the PS5 until um, until the next game. So no, it won't be this DLC apparently. Let's see if that makes any difference to the camera. Maybe it's the glasses. Maybe you have to. Maybe it's the lights reflecting from the glasses. What does it look like without glasses? Can we see? Maybe you're not see me without uh, glasses. Oh yeah, I think I have actually. Yeah. I mean, I only... it reminds me of you just doing I've your got... ring fit. I've got so used to wearing glasses like 90% of the time now. Oh. Anyway, right. that's boring chat. Ed does have eyebrows, yes. <laughs> I've got I've got very bushy eyebrows. Look at that. I thought you were trimming. I tri tri trim the middle. 
Oh, okay. I'm not here for a, for a free to look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, sorry. Yeah. Switch games. Yeah. We were talking. Well, we were going to talk about Switch and Switch memories. Switch mm. memories. When did you get your Switch, Ben? Was it at launch? I got my Switch on launch, and I'd only just recently, or just before that, I'd only um, started streaming. So I started streaming uh, at the very beginning of January. Well, t- properly, I only started streaming at the very beginning of January 2017. And then, yeah, two months later, the Switch came out, and I had my Elgato, what's it, capture card thing, so I was able to start streaming from it straight away, and loved it. I had the two best games at launch. Uh, Which Zelda, were? Zelda Breath of the Wild. And one two switch, uh, which I loved. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> no, I took I literally took the one two switch to work with me, and we played a load uh, with like my boss. My sixties retired now. She was in her early to mid sixties. Um, we were like gunslinger, <laughs> having the mini games with gunslingers. I I got quite a lot of time, uh, quite a lot of uh, content out of that. It, it was enjoyable in There's that context. There's only one good mini game in one two switch, and that is the champagne one, and we all know why. Mm-hmm. it's on my <laughs> intro video also having a group of kind of slightly reserved um well uh catalan kids doing the uh the catwalk mini game was hilarious <laughs> and it brought a lot of people out of their shell the catwalk one yeah well you have to turn you have to you have to swing your hips and it's like swing those hips and then at the end you have to turn around and then pose i do not remember that one it's it's okay when we hang out after uh this pandemic we'll we, we can do some more we can have a one oh my god i'll bring one to switch unless you, have you got it already i do have it as well yeah i, think I mean i played t- it for like an hour the first day i got the switch and that was it do the catwalk one um but yeah one two switch one two switch party that would be so much fun but yeah it's um i played one two switch it's not it's pretty shit but um <laughs> like i'm sure with alcohol and stuff it can be much more enjoyable yeah um but yeah i played breath of the wild i played breath of the wild on from start to finish in about a week and a half, two weeks. And I use my Joy-Con grip for the entire time. And that's why I can't uh, take the lid off mayonnaise jars anymore <laughs> because my hands are fucked. That's <laughs> why. Reason that. Yeah, because I've got such massive hands. Look at that. That's actually seven inches? Yes, yeah, seven. Exactly. <laughs> and trying to use a little Joy-Con grip for that entire time is horrific. But luckily now I have... Sorry, I'll stop with the seven inches, James. There we are. Nothing yeah, you need to get a pro inches. controller. Definitely. Yeah, you really do. It's the way forward. So I didn't get a Switch at launch, but I very much wanted to, essentially just because I wanted to play Breath of the Wild, because I'm such a Zelda fanboy, that that was the, basically the only reason I wanted it. But I thought, can I afford it? Should I spend all this money? I don't know if I should. Maybe I should wait. Um, and then... Um, through a friend in like a, a gaming group, um, gaming someone group. Is that like months... a self-help group. Yeah, very much yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, my name's Ed. I'm a gamer. Um, <laughs> oh, I and, admit that. And it was only a couple of months after the the Switch launched, and this guy was like, eh, "I just don't think I want my Switch anymore. I think I'm going to sell it." What? Which was crazy to me at the time, mm. and for less than the price of the Switch on its own. Um, he was selling the Switch, a case, Mario Kart, 1-2-Switch, and Breath of the Wild. And I was like, this is too good to be true, but I'm going to go for it. And I I never buy, like, especially a console secondhand. I've also never gone to a stranger's house for any kind of reason for playing <laughs> games or playing anything else. I've never done that. Hmm. And yet 
off I went to this to this random guy. You know, got the tube across London, went to this random guy's house, knocked on his door, and gave him cash for a console. Oh, for um, console. Which I he consoled you. <laughs> there was there was consoles, um, but no, I took it home and it did all work. It worked fine. Um, and finally, I I got to play Breath of the Wild, which I was desperate to play. And now it's still the, the only... same Switch you've got now. It is the same Switch I've got now. Wow. It's lasted me. The controller, the Joy-Cons, less so. Um, I unfortunately did get Joy-Con drift like a lot of other people. However, when you send it back to Nintendo to get it fixed, you have to give proof of purchase. Mm. Which obviously, through the dodgy deal I did, I did not have. So I basically had to Photoshop a, a receipt of an what? online purchase to send back to Nintendo. Illegal. Well, you're not going to get any review copies anytime soon. No. Um, and I think basically there was, they were so keen on just like, shit, we need to like fix everything, like, you know, whatever, that there was no, no worries about it. They just fixed it, sent it back and it still works fine now. So it worked. Um, Jesus. but yeah, I didn't say that in public. Sorry. How could you? <laughs> Did you have a friend that had one that could have given you a, yeah. What, a uh, Joy-Con? No, like, um, a receipt. Can you have like, yeah, somebody that had bought the Nintendo Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. And then it was just Photoshop my name oh. onto it instead. Wow. Ed's going to get into a lawsuit now. Innocent Ed. I've heard as Sorry. well that people, like, so there's these new Joy-Cons <laughs> and stuff coming out. Ed doesn't edit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Ed. Um, but I know, like, apparently if you send your Joy-Cons off for Joy-Cons, uh, if they've got Joy-Con Drift, there's a chance that they might send you one back that's not the same as what you've got. So just imagine, like, sending some some, like, exclusive... The um, Skyward Sword, those special Zelda uh, Joy-Cons and getting back a couple of boring grey Joy-Cons. I mean, oh. as long as it works, I don't really care, to be honest. Um, but I, I mean, I've now got a problem. And look, yeah, maybe people have. can help with this. I know <laughs> I've got a problem with a Joy-Con, <laughs> um, but it's not the left one. It's the Brenda prefers the grey. I hear you. I'm all about boring grey. Boring um, grey. I now have a problem. I bought a replacement set um, and I bought it's like the yellow and blue ones, but it's not the left one works fine. There's no drift, but the right hand one doesn't connect properly to the console and it keeps sort of disconnecting and connecting. And sometimes you press, all right, you've got red ones. Sometimes you press the button and it doesn't recognize it. And then it suddenly goes like twice. So like if you're in a menu, it will suddenly skip into menus twice. So I think I need to send it off to Nintendo again, and it's just, I don't know, it's really irritating me. I don't know if it's fixable, because it's not drift, it's just like a weird disconnection problem. Does anyone I don't have know if there's uncle? an easy fix or if I need to send it. Does anyone here have an uncle that works for Nintendo that could uh, sort it out? No. Ugh. Great. No. Well, that's yeah, fine. The reason, the reason why I have a red Joy-Cons is that I got snipper clips with the extra Joy-Con because there was like an extra Joy-Con bundle um, that came with snipper clips and it gives you the red and blue ones but as the opposite Joy-Cons so that you can have red and blue or blue and red or red and red or blue and blue. Uh, but I've just had red and red for right the last six months because I can't be bothered and I don't even know where the blue ones are. I think they're downstairs. Yep, no idea. Ed, what have people been saying about their Switch memories? We've got lots of memories actually in the Dick Sword. Um Ooh. We would. We, I woke up this morning to we'll a, wait. Let me go and see the message from Ed this morning. Um, where was it? It was very early. Eight a.m. A message from Ed. 
full caps. What is the podcast theme today? <laughs> 25 <laughs> minutes later. When... Went off, I woke up and I suddenly thought, it's podcast day. We don't have a theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's the five-year anniversary of the Switch. So maybe favorite games on the console, favorite memories. Is it the best console ever? Then me, two hours later. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Perfect. Let's one, do man. that. <laughs> um, Heather says, how long does it take when you send it back to Nintendo for Drift? I think mine was maybe two weeks. It's I not think. too bad. So... Yeah, it obviously means unless you've got a spare pair, <clears throat> you can't play Switch for a week. Wow. So Brenda says one of my Joy-Cons is starting to drift now. Uh, do you want to read Brenda's uh, thing? Oh, we're getting a proper blurry head right now. How are you? Oh, no. Come on, camera. Keep up. You have to put, you have to put your face really close to it. See, look, there we go. That is clear. Now it's not. <laughs> Uh, it's it's often like a light. Do? Is it? Is there a... Uh, yeah, but if you turn it slightly, because I think there's a light in the bottom left, and I wonder if that focuses it. Or it like refocuses it. Never mind. Bring the mug again. Come on, mug. Yeah. Oh. It oh, my God, that actually worked. Yeah. It's the automatic... <laughs> you, oh, we'll find out what, which one you've got. I'm, I'm going to adjust it. But, uh, wait, you've got the C90 or something, haven't you? Uh, C920? Oh, it doesn't say on it. Fine. Um, I think that one, you can just turn off the automatic um, zoom or the automatic focus. I don't know. I just plugged it in and it seems to work. So, sure. That's all you want. Anyway. Um, yeah, no. So, Brenda says, uh, one of my Joy-Cons is starting to drift now, but I don't want to spend any money. Well, if it's within a year, then they'll do it for free. What was Brenda's memory? Brenda's memory. Brenda's <laughs> memory. I don't have a Switch, she says. <laughs> Good. But about one year ago now, I got stuck in Norway with no PC or anything to entertain me. A few weeks into the situation, a kind friend gifted me Animal Crossing as my boyfriend had a Switch oh, he God. didn't really ever use. Ever since, I've been attached to the damn thing. Animal Crossing really helped me through the heavy and difficult situation that has been the past year, and I can't imagine how shitty it would have been without. Both the Switch and Animal Crossing have a special place in my heart now. Also, Nana's a treasure and I love her so much. Ben, you're a twat for stomping on her vocal cords. <laughs> but Nan talks like this, though. That's the thing. Sounds does like she, uh, she definitely does. I totally forgot the other eye, because I got gifted uh, Animal Crossing, and then I think I gifted it to people after. You know, re, you know passing on. Passing nice. on the... Uh, the nice. I think I think Animal Crossing comes up a lot here, and a lot of people saying it's helped over the past year. Mm. Um, Deb says I bought a Switch just after the pandemic started, somewhere near the Easter holidays, all because of the Animal Crossing hype. Currently, I have nine hundred and thirty hours in, and that simply describes pandemic life. Mm -hmm. Fourteen hundred here. Uh, Moni has written an absolute essay, but I'm going to read it in full. Okay, um, in her accent. I, I'm not going to attempt Moni's accent. I couldn't possibly <laughs> do that. Um, don't worry, Moni, we'll like an essay. It's fine. It gives us content, because yeah. it's better than listening to Ben. Um, the Switch was the first Nintendo console I got for myself, again, after ages, in caps. And it was really the first one from Nintendo I really enjoyed again after the N64. I had the GameCube, and the Weirdo had the Wii, but neither of them were really swooning me very much away. How dare. The GameCube is an excellent console, Moni. Uh, after what felt like a whole lot, Nintendo isn't creating great stuff anymore, excuse me, and will just vanish from the face of the earth eventually, excuse me? <laughs> it felt like they were just smashing it out of the park with the Switch, correct, which just made me really happy as the Nintendo fangirl that I am, preach. I love how versatile it is, we love a verse console, 
so you can hang out with friends and play Overcooked together and shout at each other in a room. Remember when that was a thing? Mm-hmm. No. Or you can play Mario Kart with a bunch of weirdos on the internet and shout at them. Can't relate. <laughs> Clearly the Switch is the best for every kind of anger management, and it's once again the thing for me of bringing people together as a group, which is interesting that despite the console and Nintendo being not great at enabling online play, is still something that the console seems to be giving me. A familial come-together-with-friends. <laughs> I don't want a familial come-together. If there's one thing that we all need in life, it's a familial come together. Not until we've all been vaccinated. <laughs> uh, by the way, can you remember the Switch um, it's just a little advert prick. when it was all about the rooftop parties? Have you ever had any rooftop parties with your Switch? I do have a roof and I do have a Switch, but I no, haven't had, had a rooftop it. party. Not with your Switch, oh. No, sadly. Hear me. Sadly. Very. You remember um, that person that was getting a bit too excited playing with the Switch? I remember, yeah, when the adverts and stuff were out for the Switch and it was just people getting... Very, there was that person that's like... <laughs> because they, was, uh, they were playing with the Switch. <laughs> can, can you do that again, then? I can't do that again, no. I'm sure Money will end up making a gif out of it, though. <laughs> there you go. Money, get on it. <laughs> Don't get on it. Uh, before, before we read some other memories, Ben, what are your favourite games on the Switch? Uh, well, obviously we've spoken about one, two Switch. Um, oh, I can. Do you want me to tell you my top five most played Switch games? Do it. Okay. I thought you were going to say it. no. No, I don't want you to. Know. <laughs> no. My top five are. Um, okay, here we go. Because you can sort it by longest total playtime. In number five is. Oh, no, we'll do top seven. Because there, there's some games. Seven. Astral Chain which I enjoyed, and I finished it. Mm. You finishing Num a game? I know. Number six, a game I didn't finish, but also loved, but actually spent more time than Astral Chain. Dragon Quest Builders 2. Good game. Okay, top five now. Number five, Splatoon 2. Mm. Very good. Number four, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Only four? Only four in my most played. How dare. Third, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, number two, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And then number one, um, Animal Crushing. Who knows? Crossing. I've got no clue what your number one might be. Animal Crushing. But yeah, there's like in my top 10 and so top 12, what I've got, I mean, Story Seasons is already in my top uh, 10. It's 10th. Just, it's above Luigi's Mansion 3, which I've finished and enjoyed. And Mario Odyssey that I also finished. And Celeste, which I almost also finished. Um, but just behind Pokemon Shield. Interesting. What about you, I, I would go through mine, but the Switch is in the other room. But I think I remember, I'm pretty sure Zelda Breath of the Wild is my number one, which I know you said you played in like two weeks. I literally dragged that out over a year um, because I was like, I do not want to finish this game. I played all the DLC before I got to Ganon. Um, and like literally when that ended, I think I almost cried because I was like, oh, this is actually finished now. Like oh, I've done everything. That's adorable. I know. Um, I think my other most played games, um, I think Ring Fit is up there, which I only well, ever play in literally about six minute bursts. Um, but I've done so many like short Doesn't days worth that that's, that's up there. I think Animal Crossing is up there. Fire Emblem is up there. And I think Pokemon Shield is up there for me. I think my favorite, like one of my favorite Switch games has got to be Fire Emblem. And I just loved 
every minute. And I know that, and there's so much left there that I kind of, it's great that I've got that. If I ever, you know, get the urge to play some more Fire Emblem, um, I can go through and do like another two runs. Yeah, I think there's I'm a fourth run as well. Again. Desperate I think to you play finish, it again. I heard there's like a fourth run if you finish the first three. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but yes, there yeah. are certain endings mm-hmm. that you can go to. But yeah, no, I desperately want to play that again. And another game that I absolutely love that you mentioned as well was Luigi's Mansion 3, yeah. which genuinely I think is one of the best games on the Switch. If you haven't mm-hmm. played it, please go and buy it. I think it's worth it just for the animation on Luigi. It's like he is the most expressive video game character and so adorable, but it also just has this like sort of tactile feel to it. I love how like, I was about to say everything is suckable, but maybe I was about to say, you spend the entire game <laughs> sucking things. I'm yeah. sure that has a, it has an appeal. Yeah. Um, but it just, it, it just feels really tactile. Everything, you know, moves to your movements and, it's so expressive, but so clever. Um, it's a brilliant, brilliant game. And mm, I also very polished. Do, yeah, and I also did love Pokemon Shield. And I know that a lot of people didn't like it. And I fully appreciate that it's not the best Pokemon game in the world. But having not played one since Blue, it really sort of hit the nostalgia for me. So that's why I put so many hours into it, because I genuinely really, really enjoyed it, even though I appreciate it's kind of flawed. Um, but I think what's great about the Switch is that it's got, like Nintendo have ticked all the boxes of their big franchises that are some of the best games in every series. You've got Breath of the Wild, one of the best Mario Karts, one of the best Smash Brothers, Mario Odyssey's great, um, a great fam- uh, a great Fire Emblem, great Animal Crossing. Like all the big series or most of them have had a really good entry. But then yeah. there are all these incredible um, indie games that you can play, which are some of the best. You've got Hades, you've got um, Sayonara Wild Hearts. You've got um, Celeste. Celeste. You've got um, the bug one I've totally. Hollow Knight. Um, Hyperlight Drifter. Like, so many good indie games on the Switch that, you know, people say, oh, there's not that much coming out in the next year, but that's because they're just looking at Nintendo titles. And if you look at all the other games that are available, I mean, you've got all the best Final Fantasy games available on that console mm. if you want to play them. Um, there are so many good games to play on the Switch. Like, I genuinely think it is one of the best consoles ever made because it just has one of the best games catalogs that you can play. Yeah, can't disagree. Cannot disagree. I think it really is one of the best. And if they make it a bit more powerful or longer battery life... And seven inches. Seven inches is more than enough. Annie, we always agree because we're both correct. Anyway, on that note... Ed, where do we find you? Uh, we, we've missed a load of stories in, this, in the Dick's Hall. We can save fine. those. Should we save those for um, another week? Because next week we're going to do something different, but I'm sure we can, uh, we can save those for another. Because, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll save them. We'll add them to the bottom of the, of the thing, of the list. Fine. Because we're already well over an hour. Yeah. And also Drag Race is on and Dave will be killing me if I'm not oh, Of course, it's Drag Race evening. Yeah. What a journey. No, Lawrence can leave. So can Tace. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Bimini for the win. Oh yeah. But no, Lawrence can cannot. Lawrence will win. So uh, Ed, what would? Uh, where can we find you? You can find me on the social medias at Ed underscore Knights with an N, 
or you can read my news yeah. stories on Pink News Gaming. Pink News Gaming. And uh, give it a like if I'd wrote it. Okay. Yeah, just give it give it plenty of views because, you know, that's what I'm judged on. So Yeah, just <laughs> click refresh. Get into, yeah, just click refresh a fair few times. Send it to your friends. All right, and uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash biggestbenus or biggestbenus.com if you want to find all my socials. I'm pretty much there everywhere, biggestbenus or with a one at the end if you can't quite find me. So there we go. Um, Thanks for the link, Moni. And also, Annie, look, the... The plane is is booked. You know it's going to happen. Don't worry, I'll be there. Jane. Yeah, I'll the be there. Uh, the poor name James Gurnalist uh, <laughs> will be making his debut soon. Uh, right. Well, yeah. Thank you. We're going to be back next Thursday with more video gaming news and a very special theme. And I'm going to say this live on air to make sure that Ben actually does his prep work this time. I did my prep work. Did you? Yeah. Did you, Ben? Okay, I will. I will study. I've got to study for this. Yes, it's uh, it's coming courtesy of Gemma, which means it's going to be much more interesting than than usual. <laughs> wow. <sighs> I'm going to have to make notes. <laughs> no, Gemma, don't be, don't be sorry. I'm very excited. It's a very interesting topic. All right. So, you'd make a good English teacher, Gemma. I feel like from that question. Good, yeah. It, I mean, it is very much an essay-style question, mm. and one of us will give you an essay, and the other one will I'll make nod. something up on the spot. Yeah, no, I'll remember. I'll be probably teaching in, in the morning, so I'll kind of like write down notes while I'm teaching my students. Just a few bullet points. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. With nice linking devices and, uh, and things like that. There we go. So yeah, so check. We us will out see you all next, next week. Yeah. With a very interesting theme. Be there. there. I'll be there. Or be, or be split. split in half. <laughs>